A close friend moves away. Trusted co-worker takes a job at another company. Your mother or father or child or some other relative dies after a long illness. How do you deal with the loss? How do you personally cope in situations like that? Those are very important questions because we all face losses like these throughout our lives. Let me share with you this afternoon a few lessons on how to deal with these kinds of situations, courtesy of the Twelve Apostles. Lest we forget, they experienced a terrible loss in their lives on the first Ascension Thursday 2,000 years ago. It was the loss of Jesus himself. After living with these men for three years, appearing to them for 40 days after rising from the dead, Jesus ascended into heaven, never to be with them in exactly the same way again. He'd be with them, not in the same way that he had been for the previous three years. But to their credit, the apostles handled this loss far better than they handled the loss of Jesus on Good Friday, because they lost him then too for a few days. Back then they ran away, back then they did everything wrong. This time, they did almost everything right. First of all, Scripture says, they prayed. They dealt with their loss, primarily, first and foremost, through prayer. And it wasn't just casual, half-hearted prayer that they engaged in. The Bible says they devoted themselves to constant prayer. To be perfectly frank, they probably prayed as hard as they ever prayed in their lives. And we're told that they engaged in this prayer together. That's also significant. Scripture says that after Jesus ascended, the apostles went to the upper room as a group. Exactly the opposite of what happened on Holy Thursday. Holy Thursday, they scattered after Jesus was arrested. Now they gathered together and they prayerfully supported one another. Whenever we suffer a loss in our lives, obviously we should also turn to prayer. We should do that first and foremost. Believing that God's grace can help us deal with our pain, with the separation that we experience. And we also need to reach out to good friends, especially Catholic, Christian, believing friends, who will give us not only the human support we need, but also the spiritual support that we need. Of course, if we want an even greater measure of help, we should look beyond the friends that we have on this earth and look to the friends we have in heaven, the saints. Especially, most particularly, our Blessed Mother. This is something we also learn from the Apostles. The Bible tells us explicitly that Mary was with them in the upper room after the Ascension and until Pentecost. Notice, if you will, our last window here in church, or well, the first one, depending on which angle you're looking at it from. Notice what's going on here. That's the moment of Pentecost. Waiting till the period from the Ascension was over. We have Mary in the midst of the Apostles, Mary at the center of the group. In that window, what you have is twelve men dealing with their loss with the help of Mary. As many of you, I'm sure, already know, young Karol Wojtyla, who would someday become Pope John Paul II, now Saint John Paul II. Karol Wojtyla lost his entire family, his father, his mother, 
his sister and his brother, before he was 21 years old. They all died in one way or another. In the midst of those losses, he developed a very strong devotion to our Blessed Mother, so much so that when he became Pope, he took as his motto, Totus Tuus. A lot of people think that refers to Jesus. Yes, but indirectly through Mary. I'm totally yours, Mary. I consecrate myself to Jesus through you. Like Peter and the Apostles, Carol Wojtyla dealt with his losses by seeking support, spiritual support, from the Blessed Mother. That in and of itself is a good reason for us to do the same thing. The Apostles, I think it's safe to say, also turned to the Eucharist during this difficult time. After Pentecost, the Bible says that the early Christians devoted themselves to the breaking of bread. Breaking of bread, of course, is the Eucharist. Well, if that was the case after Pentecost, I think it's pretty reasonable to infer that the, ascent, the Apostles also celebrated the sacrament before Pentecost, when they were with Mary and the others in the upper room. I know many people who go to Mass every single day of their lives, and they began after somebody close to them died, after they experienced a terrible loss in their lives. They've continued that daily Mass practice until the present day. They do it because they found strength and comfort in the Blessed Sacrament, as the Apostles most probably did after the Ascension, and even before Pentecost. And finally, these twelve Apostles persevered. They prayed, they supported each other, they looked to Mary, they most likely received the Eucharist, and they kept it up for ten solid days until the promise of Jesus was finally fulfilled and the Holy Spirit descended on them. Now Jesus had told them that it would happen within a few days. He probably interpreted that to mean one or two, but they didn't give up, even after a week had passed. Bottom line, my brothers and sisters, is this. The apostles could not stop Jesus from ascending into heaven. They could not prevent that loss. Most of the time, we cannot control the losses in our lives. Neighbors move, friends change jobs, loved ones unfortunately die. And we're powerless to stop any of it from happening. But what we can control is our response to the losses we experience, as these apostles controlled their response to the loss of Jesus. The Almighty God help us all to respond as they did and to persevere so that we will eventually experience the strength and consolation of the Holy Spirit that they all experienced when the Holy Spirit came upon them at Pentecost.